Hey everyone, this is Phil Yena with the Tech After Five podcast. You know, we are here to help IT professionals and their allies make the connections they need to build their lives and build their businesses and advance their careers. And uh, I am here as always with my friend, Scott Pfeiffer. Hey, Scott. Hey, Phil. Glad to be here. Yeah, super happy to have you. Um, uh, Carol was off doing something this week. Normally, this is our roundtable edition, but she is uh, off on some other project this week, hopefully uh, collecting the money. As we say, take the money if you got to take the money. Um, but uh, here we are getting a chance to talk to each other, and we're going to kind of catch up a little bit. And then we've got something I think is just kind of a game changer in looking at your life and figuring out how to get some important things done. So that's what we're going to talk about today. But I always like to start these roundtable sessions off with us just kind of uh, talking about where we've been, what's going on this week. How about you? Well, how are things with Scott? How are things with the folks that you are helping in the world? And, you know, a, a second or two of telling people of where that is, what you do, so that they'll figure that out. Yeah, you know, Phil, I help uh, tech companies uh, do strategic planning and then implement those strategic plans with operational excellence as sort of an outsourced chief of staff. And uh, all my uh, customers are doing good right now. I've been spending a lot of time this week working with one customer on getting their organizational documents better. So, you know, I do that sometimes where I go meet with people and we talk about what they really want to do, how they want to operate, things they want to do in the future. And then we create a document, get it over to the lawyers and let them create a, an organizational document that actually bears some resemblance to the way the company operates as opposed to just the boilerplate, uh, you know, nonsense that, usually sure. get. And um, I've also been heavily involved this week with one of my guys writing and revising uh, safety plans and safety manuals, working with their safety professionals, which is terrible. But that's why, you know, I make the big bucks. That safety stuff's really boring. But I guess it's important, right? We want to keep people safe. We want people to be safe on the job. So that's all important. I just, you know, it's not really my cup of tea, but you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. If you have people working for you, you got to keep them safe. I'm going to get, is part of that sort of because uh, of where we are in the moment, is that COVID related or was it just stuff that had to be done anyway? No, it's mostly, you know, one of my big goals when I work with a, a new client is we're trying to take them from a sort of an entrepreneur, entrepreneur limited level of uh, revenues where the entrepreneur is in the middle and everything revolves around him and make those plans and put the things so we can grow. And so one byproduct of growth is you start doing work with bigger and better vendors and they require more and more bureaucratic nonsense. And then I get involved in that. So whether it was, you know, when I was working with IntelliSoft, we were able to get them the, contract with the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey, a gigantic project. And it required them to go get all these ISO cybersecurity certifications. And that ate right. up to my life trying to help them get that. Right. Now we've got, um, you know, another client, they've moved up in the world now and they're contracting with the federal government. They're contracting with big companies and those guys want more detailed and elaborate safety plans and safety policies and procedures and documents and 
I'm trying to work with their safety guys who know this stuff to put it in the right formats to please the, you know, the, the bureaucratic powers that be. Yeah. You know, well, so that's it. You know, and we always talk about in that place, you're converting them from sort of heroics to systems thinking, right? And that way, this becomes a repeatable process. This is a machine that the crank will turn. And eventually, you can kind of sit back and the crank will turn itself, right? But, you know, you can't, you can't bite off these huge chunks if you're still using heroic efforts to make everything happen. Eventually, it breaks. You can't scale it up. So right. try to create some good procedures and processes so that we can take our people and manage the processes and and do big, do big things. Yeah. Grow that company. Good. Well, that's all awesome. Um, so, you know, we've talked a lot about where we are, COVID response, that kind of stuff. And I just feel like, we're, again, I say this every week, we're in kind of a weird moment. This is like another weird moment where we feel like we're sort of getting back to work but the numbers indicate caution and how do we handle that? And I'm kind of curious if that's come up this week for you as you're talking to people. Yeah, it's kind of a consistent theme. Um, you know, the numbers are probably worse now than they were when we shut everything down. Right. To me, the difference is when we shut everything down the first time, we just didn't know what the growth pattern was going to be. Right. The death rate in the United States was, I think, up to three or four thousand a day. Yeah. Thousand a day. And we didn't know if a month later it was going to be 10,000 a day or 20,000 a day. It just was an unknown. So now, even though the numbers are worse, I think we have a better idea of the scale and scope of it. I don't think anybody expects that next week it's going to be at 10,000 deaths a day, which is what people thought back when we shut down the first time. Right. So we've got a little bit of a better idea of the volatility and the scale and scope, which is why I think we're not seeing people wholesale shut everything down. It was the unknown that was so scary then. Yeah. So the numbers are getting bad again. Probably if they keep getting bad, we're going to have to do something. Greenville City just required masks. Uh, Columbia too. Columbia too. The Attorney General issued a new order, which he had to do some sort of song and dance to square it with his old order. But now he says cities can issue these orders. Um, whereas back in the state uh, attorney general ago, he said they couldn't, the state attorney general. Yeah. yeah. He said they couldn't. Um, but you know, he has reasons why, because McMaster doesn't have an order that supersedes it right now. So right. Uh, he says in absence of that, the cities can do it. So that's good. Um, you know, if the numbers keep getting worse and if the hospital beds keep filling up, then we're probably going to see more and more things. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if some people had to step back. I know some people, they've had these, these ideas of opening in phases and nobody I know is sort of going to the next phase right now. They're all sort of stopped where they are. And there's definitely been some discussion about when and if do we need to chop it back. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But you know what I think, your thought about that there at the beginning of that, that's, that seems like a rational explanation for where you are. We didn't know how bad it was going to get, how fast. Now having some sense of that, we're trying to take appropriate action to that. You know, I know that uh, folks I'm talking to, talked to some who uh, in the middle of July or the second week of July after the holiday, that's, they're going to start phasing some people back into the office, but that won't be all of them, but they'll phase some of them back into the office uh, that we're doing. So their work at home part has kind of gone away. I think we'll see, 
more of that, but it'll be after July. But again, we have to be careful. And, and quite probably, as you point out, I think the hospital bed availability, uh, ventilator availability, those are the kinds of things. You know, what, what I do not want to be is the guy that's sick and there's negative one hospital beds available, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. I don't want to, you know, die choking to death in a hallway somewhere. That sounds pretty terrible. It does sound terrible. I, want to tell, I, you know, I just couldn't get over this. I was listening to something this week about this, and they said that in India that there were hospitals that said, we can't take you because you're sick. You, are, you have COVID, therefore we cannot take you into the hospital because they could not risk the population of the hospital that they had. Imagine just how, I mean, this could be bad. We're not in that spot, thank goodness. But yeah, those are numbers to keep track of and make sure that we're careful about it. I don't get the yeah. sense that we're always being careful. Not everybody, not all the world, but uh, that's just one of those things we have to, kind of be rational and helpful and sort of just watch those numbers and be careful. Yeah. I so, agree. uh, you know, that's put us in the spot, of course, that, um, you know, tech after fives remain virtual. We had a tech after five, a virtual tech after five this week with uh, Charleston, um, great event. Re I mean, you know, we've, uh, a thing we've added into our Tech After Five events is we're doing a little bit of content now. You know, we wouldn't have done that with a regular Tech After Five. I mean, when we're meeting face-to-face, -face, that's just kind of a pure networking, unprogrammed event. We don't like to spend a bunch of time talking to everybody. And even now, we're not spending a bunch of time talking to anybody, everybody, but we do spend 15 or 20 minutes on a specific topic, kind of helpful. And the feedback has been universally good. Um, Folks are loving those that moment. They're loving the chance to kind of work on some things, and they are specifically coming back and saying, "Man, I really, I really thank you for that bit of content. That will love you. You know, we we love learning this new thing that was helpful. So very happy with how that has gone. And so we're going to keep that up in the next coming months. You know, for every event, we'll have a we'll have a set of exercises that we're doing inside there, kind of enhance what we're doing with the Tech After Five experience. So this is a chance for you, not just to network. Um, I got to believe we're some of the leads in how you can actually network online. I think we're doing things with our Zoom calls that other folks are not doing. And we're, it's a facilitated functional and it's actually becoming, it's effective. I mean, people are learning how to make connections online. So I think that's working for them and we're, we're getting a lot of good feedback on that. So that's worked really well. I think I went to four texts after five online this month. <laughs> I, I'm going to bet that you spent a few minutes deciding how to pluralize tech after five. You sat there and said, is it text after five? It's says tech after fives. Is it? Yeah. Text afters fives. Like attorneys general. I think it's uh, yeah. text. Uh, <laughs> I think that's how you settled on it. I think that'll work just fine. So yeah. Uh, yeah. So you went to a bunch of those and you could see how that kind of progressed as we went through the course of the month, but we, I think we delivered some good information there and they were, they were glad for it. And like I said, we helped some people out. It's fun to watch the folks kind of make the jump from event to event. So that's been good. Uh, I will tell you, I mean, I know you were at when we did uh, the digital dive with Richard Bliss, which was totally awesome. So, um, Last night, I completed all the review of the video, and it's all cut and edited and posted, and it looks great. So that kit will go out. You know, if you were a... Um, if you were an attendee to the digital dive, you actually are going to get a copy of that video. So let me tell you, this is kind of, a, I'm, I'm announcing this here. I haven't announced it on email yet, but I'm going to tell you one thing. So I've had multiple people come up to me, Scott, via email, because no one sees me in the real world anymore. But people come up to me via email and say, man, I am, I really, really wanted to be 
at that event with Richard Bliss, um, but I couldn't make it work on my schedule and I kind of lost track of it. If I buy a ticket now, can I have a copy of the video? And I'm saying yes. So we have now got multiple tickets out. So this is my announcement, my little thing, and we'll send an email about this. But for those of you who would like to own a time machine, in this one instant, you can have a time machine and you can go back and enjoy all that great stuff that we did with Richard Bliss. And we will send you the links and you will get a copy of his slide deck and a copy of the chat room that we, as we did that we were there. But you basically, other than being there in that moment, you can have a copy of all of that for the price of a ticket, which I think is quite a deal. That is a real, that's a really good deal. You know, that's a better deal than I would have given. Yeah. I mean, I would have liked to have, um, you know, I'm sorry that I missed Woodstock. I'd like to have been there, but there was no opportunity to go back when it was over. Right. But here's the thing. This was really awesome and you can still be there. Uh, you know, I, I always like to say yes, but I also like to, uh, uh, channel Matt stocking and say, sounds expensive. Yeah. Uh, in this case, um, we're, we're, uh, we're feeling generous. We're trying to help people. Yeah, we're feeling generous. This is going to be pretty, we want to make this easy for you. So for the price of a ticket, you can be there. Say yeah. that again. It's great content. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, I mean, the thing is I'm sitting there going through it again, thinking, Oh, this is good. And in the moment they were, he was going, he was telling us so much and you, you know, couldn't take enough notes to get it all down. Quite frankly, I took a bunch, but I didn't get all, but uh, anyway, it's a chance to go back. So there's a time machine for that. So for um, those of you, you can uh, shoot me an email to know that right now, I will put out an email later that tells you specifically how to get that done. But if you would like to get caught up on that and actually see that awesome hour of video and get a copy of the slides and copy of the chat room from that day, then we'll, uh, I'll send you all that just for the price of one little ticket. So very cool. Nice. Yeah, very happy with how all of that turned out. Uh, so today, the thing, you know, as we go into act two of what we're headed here for the podcast today, um, you know, there has been, it's a common theme, Scott, you know, you and I have been through this a lot. We talk to folks inside the mastermind more than any place, I think, but it happens lots of places. But people, and we ask people, how are you doing? You're checking in for the week. How are things going? And it's all, I mean, there are a lot of folks who again and again, and when I say again and again, I mean, month after month, year after year are saying, I really didn't get done the stuff I wanted to get done. I'm not accomplishing the things I wanted to do. And uh, this causes me great concerns, God. I mean, it's for concern for me. It's a concern for others because, um, you know, we're building our lives brick by brick. And that time behind us, man, it's done. Um, and we are where we are now. Now, you know, you and I are fans of the idea that every day is Groundhog Day. I get to start over, right? I get to plan my new day today. But if I don't start doing something different, I'm going to get what I've always got. Every new brick is going to look like the last brick that I built. Every day is a brick, right? And every brick's going to look like the last one. And I'm not going to get the stuff done that I needed to get done. Yeah, the key to moving forward in Groundhog Day was that you needed to do it different and do it better. Yeah. Right? And then right. he was able to progress. And I think that's the same way, you know, we can... Every day is Groundhog Day. We get to start over anew. The past is a myth remembered differently by everyone who experienced it. So we don't need to right. worry about all that or regret all that. Right. But it's also an opportunity to do it better and to move yeah. forward. 
Yeah, so that moment of um, reflection can give us the understanding that if we want to do something, if we want different outcomes, we're going to have to act differently, right? Different behaviors will lead us to different spots. But sure. uh, not getting done the things we want to actually have gotten done, right? So at the end, not of accomplishing our goals, not living according to our values, et cetera. Uh, those things, are, you know, we're not, uh, we're not acting through our days intentionally. And it's typically, you know, people say, well, I, would, I mean, we were, I was really busy. I don't know what I did, but I was really busy, right? Yeah. And I think that the, the issue is that um, this whole being busy bit means there was never that moment of reflection. They, you know, if, if you get to the end of the week and say, I don't know what I did, then that means you didn't take any moments to collect that data and react to it, right? That's right. And sometimes we hear that people are so busy putting out fires, they don't get their important work done. Sometimes it's they're so busy, they don't get uh, the family and friend things done. Um, but it's always some variation of that, right? I was so busy, but I didn't accomplish any of my goals. Right. Yeah. And there's another component to this that we, you know, again, we're busy doing nothing, if you will, right? We're busy doing stuff that isn't important or whatever it is, is that we can be so busy that we're not even, we don't have the excess capacity to be available for something new or something amazing or something that would bring us joy in that moment that actually aligns with our values and goals and roles, right? That's right. Yeah. And we don't, I mean, I, I mean, I've been in a spot where I've had to say no to somebody cause like I just allowed myself to be overwhelmed by junk. Right. You know, the, the old idea of cruft, remember the whole, the concept of cruft is just stuff that builds up, you know, like in crufts hall, it just built up and built up and we just kept stacking stuff in there. It's like that garage that's full of stuff. You can't put a car in it cause it's got all kinds of other stuff in it. Right. Um, that you've That's collected over the years, all your old hobbies. But you've got some ideas for sort of a reflection exercise people can do to help them refocus on what's important and get rid of some of that cruft. Yeah. So we, well, the thing is, first off, we have to identify it. And so what if we've got an exercise for identifying what might be cruft in the course of the day, right? So this is the way this goes, and uh, this is kind of our, our focus exercise is to say, all right, so what we want you to do is every day of the week, at the end of the day, we want you to take and list three things that you did during the day, right? Just, just three. I mean, you're overachievers. You could go with more if you wanted, but three will get this job done, I think. But if you list three activities that you did during the day, large or small, but for whatever reason, they stood out to you, right? So at the end of the day, every day, Monday through Friday, you're going, well, maybe you do it every day, but if you list down three things, what, what are three things that I did, three activities I did, either large or small, that I did today, right? So write those down on a piece of paper. And then after that, um, we want you to ask yourself two questions, right, as we're going through this. <clears throat> and the first question is, um, did this activity align with my values, roles, and goals, right? Did, did it, at, at any, and that's really three questions kind of built into there. Did it align with my values, 
you know, the things that I said that are really important with me? Did it align with my roles that I've taken on, the important roles during the day? Or did it align with the goals that I had set forth uh, beforehand? Now, I know in this podcast, we have not gone through those ideas about values and roles and goals. But um, Scott, we should probably come back and spend more time talking about those later. But some folks will have at least a vague idea of that for today, right? Well, I think that's right. You know, this sort of presupposes that you've done some thinking about what your values are, what your important roles are, and what your goals are. And, you know, those are three different things, even though they sound very similar. So uh, values, you know, you and I talk about the stoic values, justice, temperance, and courage. Uh, So those might be your values. You might have values from somewhere else. That's fine, but you should have some overall values. Your roles could be, you know, my role is uh, helping others as a business consultant and being a father. And, you know, those are my roles. And then your goals are things you set for yourself in order to, you know, within each role, consistent with your values, what are you trying to get done? Yeah. So, and I think we're going to come back and say, we're going to go deeper thinking on this again, but let me just drill in on those with you and with the audience rather than again. So on the value side, right, we have what we consider our, our cardinal virtues, right? Wisdom, courage, temperance, justice. You know, those are cardinal virtues. Those are non-negotiables. I will act with wisdom. I will act with courage. I will act with temperance and I will ensure the justice is done for others and myself, right? So those are, those are our cardinal virtues. Those are our core values, non-negotiables for us, right? And then we have values that we have that like you and I have that are things that we want to do. These are our preferred outcomes, right? We love the idea of equipping others. We love the idea of acting with impact, right? I want to back, I want actually there to be good outcomes for myself and for others when we act for them, right? So we have, you know, we might have uh a value around, you know, there might be a value of family, which again, you talked about how they might overlap. There's also the role of me as father or me as brother or me as son, right? Those are, those all involve things that I might do. But so we have those important values and those are things we'll come back and talk about more, but you should think about what those are for you. And the reason this is important is because This is a thing that we know that shows up in lots of places that if you are acting in the day outside of the course of your values, you'll be unhappy. This is a sure path towards unhappiness, right? If I'm building up and every day is full of activities where I'm not acting according to my values, right? If I am doing a thing, you know, if it's with us and we're not doing things that equip others, if we're not, if that's not showing up regularly in our day-to-day stuff, that's bad, right? I mean, we're, we are going to be unhappy with what we did over the course of the day, right? We're going to, again, days make weeks, weeks make months, years make our lives, right? That's right. So that's the value side of it. Um, The roles, I have, I have roles to my kin, to my kith, into my community, right? So I have roles of my family, those folks that I'm very close to. I have Kith, it is family plus friends, right? So I have my friends and the other little social community. And then I have the larger community and I have multiples of those, right? I may have a spiritual community I'm involved in. I may have a social community I'm involved in. I may have a political community. I'm, I mean, there are lots of places where we share uh, a 
ideas with other folks and we want to be part of that community, right? So we have those as well. So am I, when we're asking the questions, you know, what did I do today? And did it align with my values, roles? And then the last one is goals, right? And so that's the first question, values, roles, and goals. So in the goals question is, um, you know, when we've talked to you at the beginning of the year and said, what are the three big things you want to get done this year? And then you might break those into smaller things. But what were the three big things you want to get done today? Is the stuff you're doing, does it lead you towards that at all? Right? Yeah, I think, you know, with hopefully within each of your roles, you have taken some time to set some goals that are consistent with your values. Right? Right. And so, you know, taking some time to do some goal setting, we think is a, is an excellent way to move things forward. I've written, I don't know if we've done a podcast on it, but I've written an article on 90 day goal setting, uh, which can be a powerful tool. You and I talk a lot. Uh, I think we have done a podcast on 30 day um, trial, right? right? Yeah. Uh, where you set a goal and you try it for 30 days. So you can't develop it into a habit. So, but hopefully you've done some thinking about goals and then, now you can do this evaluation. You've got some idea what your uh, virtues are. You've got some idea what your different roles are. You've set some goals maybe. And now, you know, when I look at the, the three activities at the end of the day, for me, it's sort of thinking about what three things gobbled up my time today. Right. Right. What, 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 what ate my time away? You know, I've been, I got up at seven. It's now six. What happened? Right. What, were the three, what were the three things that just ate up my time? And yeah. now we can do this. Right. So now it's a chance to kind of look at the end and say, all right, did those things, did that work, right? So, um, so that was the first question where we're going to ask, list the three things, and you're going to say values, roles, and goals. You know, yes, yes, no, yes. Or what did they, what were they, uh, did they accomplish for you? And then the second question you're going to ask for each one of these activities is if this were my last, if I knew this were my last day or my last week on earth, this is my last week on earth, would I do this thing or not? Yeah. Yeah. And it's okay if that answer is no. Uh, it's, because, it's not okay if they're all no, right? <laughs> but it's not okay if at the end of the week, all 15 are no. That's right. <laughs> right. You did three a day for five days. If all 15 are no, then you might want to recalibrate. Okay. Right. But there are going to be some that are no. I mean, if it was my last week on earth, I would not have to earn any money. And so there are activities I engage in to earn money that I probably would not do if it was my last day or my last week. And I knew that for a fact. Right. right? Um, you know, yeah. I may not mow my yard if it was my last day, I may not, there's a lot of things I may not do if I knew it was my last day. But what we think is during the course of a week or even during the course of a day, there ought to be some things on your list that you would do if it was your last week or your last day. Yeah, right. And so that, that's right. And again, the point being, if I get to the end of the week and I look back across that and nothing, nothing was anything I would have done on my last week of earth. What if it had been, you know, I mean, and I'm not getting into how would you feel about that? But my question is, what if it had been, um, you're not building the bricks you wanted to build. These are not things that you, you know, these are not those things that said, this is what I really wanted to do. I really wanted to make happen. Right down to the core of core values, right? Yeah, that's right. Right. 
Yeah. So, I, I mean, just as I, I had a side example here. So, um, I ended up yesterday, it, this just happened. And this is crazy because yesterday I had a completely unexpected diversion in my day, right? And I ended up on a four hour call with somebody yesterday. And, you know, and I was sitting there thinking, this is not how I planned my day. This is not what I expected to do with it. And so if I were saying about this four hour call that I had uh, with someone else that I was, you know, kind of, I was working on something obviously that mattered because I just said, no, it didn't matter. Right. I'd, I'd have walked away from it. But if I thought about it from a value standpoint, it was spot on with my values as a, you know, in my role in the community, it was something that it helped me in the community. Was it on for a goal? I don't know if it, because it wasn't originally on the list, but it was, it did accomplish something, but it wasn't really on my original set of goals. So there were some yeses there um, that really kind of helped. Would I have done it for my last day? Probably not. I might've spent that time with my kids, but you know, but the point was, it was, I could at the end of the day, look back and say, all right, that ended up being a big thing and I didn't even see it coming. Why did I do that? And the reason I did it is because it was really closely aligned with my values, right? I was someone who said this, I am here to equip others and they need this tool. And if I don't develop it, they're going to scatter and not get this thing done. So that was my job. Yeah. So I'll give you an example. Yesterday I spent an hour and a half on the phone with a uh, customer service for T-Mobile because we wanted to switch our cell phone providers over to T-Mobile and you know, they punish you for trying to give them business. But um, you know, so what about that activity? Well, the reason I did it was that my daughter found out something about our current cell phone provider that she did not like, and she wanted to switch because of it. And I thought she was right about that. I think it was a justice issue. Yeah. Um, and so, did that activity align with my core values? Sure. I think it promoted justice in some yep. smallish way. Right. Did it um, fulfill an important role? Well, it was important to my daughter. So it, I think it did fulfill an important role as father right. and possibly an important role as member of the community. Right. Did it align with a goal? No, I really didn't have a goal to switch cell phone providers. It's going to be basically the same amount of money for the same kind of service with the same kind of phone. Really didn't... Uh, didn't achieve any goal at all, but that's okay. Not all of them going to hit all three. And would I have done it if it was my last day? Almost certainly not. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, what do you want to do with your life? I want to spend my time on hold with customer yeah. service. Much as I enjoyed chatting with Gabe, uh, yeah. that really was not high on my list. But, you know, so that's a good example. It hit, hit a few, didn't hit a few. Yeah. But the thing is, without having thought about it, right, there without the time of reflection, we wouldn't even know, right? That's so right. I, I put a few things here, and I know you've got the same list in front of you. So I put down, for example, one of mine for this past week or so was I made breakfast for my kids one day. That was one of, one of my activities was for the day was I made breakfast for the kids. And I wrote for values, roles, and goals. Why, yes, it was strong with my values. It aligned with my role of being a family member my, as a dad, right? And, uh, you know, I do have, in this case, I have a, a goal for my family for us to be united and for them to be happy. I mean, you know, if I accomplish a bunch of other stuff and I've failed my kids, I've, I feel like I've failed altogether, right? That's just an F. I get an F if I can't figure out how to help them 
in that space, right? So it'd be good that. So, and would I have done it on my last day? Absolutely, yes. That would have been it. Um, I put, you know, another thing that I did last week one day. In fact, I've done it this week again. I walked three miles with a friend in the evening. Values, roles, and goals. Yes, spot on. Would I do it on my last day? Probably. I mean, I would. I mean, I might have avoided invited more friends. But, you know, I might have. You know, it might look a little different. Um, but uh, you know, I might have done it with more people. And, you know, my last one or my, in this one, I put, I attended one over the past week. I did a board meeting for a nonprofit that I'm on. Was it values? Yes. I was equipping others. That was a strong value. Um, goals, just a little fuzzy. If it were my last day on earth, I'd have skipped out on that meeting, right? Yeah. You know, it, it just wouldn't be that thing. But the idea is if I can take and put these together, put something like this, and I go Monday through Friday, and I've got 15 things, I can look at my life and say, all right, there's some stuff here that I really like and I want to keep doing. And there's some stuff that maybe I should start saying no to, right? Yeah. Automate, delegate, eliminate. That's right. That's right. That's our three. That's three ways out of here, right? Sure. And you know, the other thing is if you do this exercise and actually do it, sit down, get out a piece of paper, write it down. You do it for a week or two. Um, it starts to become sort of in your head during the day as you take on activities, your, your brain's automatically thinking ahead of, on, uh, you know, well, how am I going to justify this tonight? That's right. <laughs> and hopefully that helps you with eliminating automating or delegating those tasks which don't which don't particularly align with any particular value or role or goal yeah no i i i agree entirely so um you know what i'm going to take this this is going to be a challenge to me because i put this i do have a slide deck we're not showing it here during our presentation this because mostly this is audio right but um I do have a slide deck and I've got a table format, but I'll tell you what, I will, I'm going to create something that I'm just going to put and we'll put it in the notes and people can download it. Just a little document format for themselves to kind of use this so they can, maybe they'll write it in their own notebook, but maybe they'd like the piece of paper that we, they can print out from us and write this for themselves. That's a great idea. Yeah. I think, uh, I think this is a valuable exercise. I'm, again, I've been writing down just to kind of see where I'm going with it. And I think your point is spot on. It makes you think about everything during the day. You know, before you and I got on this call today, I was sharing with you an email I got from somebody. And it was like, it was so far outside what I thought I ought to be doing with my time that I'm like, I'm just baffled. Why would I say yes to this, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I've got better ways to do to accomplish that goal that don't involve so much effort and exercise from me. Right. All right. So this is our uh, exercise we've got for you. This is how to find more time in your life and to make sure that the bricks you're building end up with the tower that you want which, when you're at the end. Right. So uh, I think there's some real utility here. Um, I think a life reflected upon is one worth living. And we, of course, love for ourselves living according to our values, roles, and goals. And we would like to help others to kind of figure that out as well. So that's part of the casual conversation stuff you might see with us at uh, Tech After Five. You'll certainly see more of these things come up at our digital dive events. And if you really would like to uh, dive into building your tribe and living directionally and uh, understanding your values, roles, and goals, 
and making those things happen for yourself, well, you should talk to us about our masterminds that uh, you might want to jump in and be part of something like that with us. So yeah, it's really, really bad, man. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, behavior modification requires repeated effort, right? Because, um, right. you know, we're, uh, it just requires effort. So we're going to have to do things to make changes in our lives. And there's really nothing better than having a group of people around that can help you both with uh, directionality and accountability. And, um, you know, every week just sort of seeding in your head the important stuff that you need to have in there in order to be both directionally correct and accomplishing your goals, right? So uh, reach out to us, friends, if any of that makes sense for you, and we'll uh, figure out how we might be able to help you. Uh, Scott, I think we covered what we came here to do today. Um, We will be back uh, next week, and I keep threatening. One of these days soon, we're going to do these rough and live as well, and we'll take some, uh, maybe we'll take some questions from the audience as we go along. Probably a YouTube live thing, I think. But uh, until then, how, my friend, do people get a hold of you? The best way is through LinkedIn, where I'm Scott Pfeiffer. You can also send me an email to strategybusinessconsulting at gmail.com. Super. And I am Phil Yanov, founder of Tech After Five, and you can find me on the Tech After Five website. But if you just want to get straight to me, if you just go to my name, philyanov.com, you can get a hold of my LinkedIn and Twitter and all of that kind of stuff. It would be a real treat for you, by the way. If you happen to be watching this on YouTube, um, we're still at that spot where we'd like to attract a few more folks to subscribe, and that will help us open up a couple of things that we can do with uh, the live so that we could do some live feed even when we're mobile, right? It'd be kind of cool. Anyway, thank you, friends. Join us at our upcoming events. The easiest way to find us is at techafter5.com, or if you only want to type in three letters, it's T, Tango, A, Alpha, and the figure5.com, TA5.com, and uh, you can sign up for any of our events and make sure that you're uh, getting the podcast on whatever thing you like. Thanks a lot.